Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. NBA Australia, how are you going? How are you going? This is NBA Australia. It's Monday. And I'm feeling every inch of that Monday. Jesus. Uh, March 21st. That's right. I'm your host, James Clements. Bit dusty. Just saying. Big win in pub cricket yesterday. <laughs> I'm a writer sometimes for whom Stephen wants to pay me that sweet, sweet booze money. I don't want to look at a beer today, I'll tell you that much. I'm here in Larry Armour Studios. I'm in my Sean Kemp jersey today. It is a hot one. Uh, hanging out, giving you the lowdown and all the ins and outs of the NBA season. We're getting right to the pointy end now. Loving it. And it's all happening. Uh, we're here repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. We don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. But we do have a big show today. Weekend winners and losers. LeBron James. LeBron James. Went past Carl Malone. Second all-time in scoring. Uh, we've got some injury updates, we've got some other stuff, we've got all the weekend's games covered in the NBA Australia game reps, we've got That's Not a Knife, All Made No Mates, Spot of the Night, Better Than Ones Are Bald, Dickhead of the Weekend, there's some Year Nas, there's the Unpopular Opinion of the Day, and there's our back take house. We're serving up a flame grilled take. There's Australian Player Watch, it's Chockers actually, the Australian Player Watch today, and uh, an Andrew Gay's Grey Mum Reward for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence, it's a repeat winner, but a pretty deserved one. Uh, and the game previews and picks for tomorrow. Big slate tomorrow as well. So uh, that'll be it for today because I've got a uh, six squid. Uh, so I'm going to try to power through this and go look after the little man. All right. Let's do it. Episode 778 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Oh, you better, especially if you're a hoop at a uh, that someone has you know nicely put up in the crowd at a Shaq DJ gig, old DJ Diesel, uh, because Shaq just you know pretty casually picked up the ball that someone had thrown on stage and nailed the shot. It's a great video. Also, how good is Shaq's life? Just go, oh, I'm DJ Diesel at the moment. I'm just going to get paid a crap ton of money, go DJ and get a bit of a dance on it. Looks like he's over the top of his life. Out there shooting ads, hanging out, doing inside the NBA. What a world. Good on him. Love me some Shaq. Right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Show with the Daily Whip Around. I think it was also like the 30th anniversary of Shaq putting up a triple-double in the NCAA tournament. Pretty crazy. Uh, obviously, the big news of the weekend, LeBron Jones passed Carl Malone. Oh, geez. Uh, for second on the all-time scoring list. Love it. Needed 19 against the Wizards. Uh, Michael Jordan's old team. You might remember him. And he got 38, just to make sure. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, this is pretty momentous. We're going to talk about it again later, though, because it's huge. Like, that's a lot of points, and it's pretty gnarly. Right, what else happened? Uh, we had Pat Bev and George Hill get into it in their game in the weekend. That was pretty fun. Bit of a scuffle. Love a good scuffle. Uh, they both got tossed as well, which is pretty funny. Pat Bev uh, out there in the media at the moment, enjoying that. Uh, Patch Williams. Oh, Patrick Williams there for the Chicago Bulls. Chicago. Uh, he's going to make his return to Motti against the Raptors for the Bulls. This is exciting. Uh, he hasn't played since, what, the first week of the season, basically? Back in October. Uh but that's going to be fun. We're going to see a new look Bulls, I reckon, from the last couple of weeks. You get Caruso back. You get Patch back. Hopefully Lonzo's back soon. We'll see what happens. 
maybe they could beat a good team. James Huazman, that's right, he's a wise man. Uh, he's not going to be back soon for the Warriors. He's got more swelling in his knee. Not great. Dude's coming back from a knee injury, you might remember. And then suddenly, uh, was, you know, practicing with the Santa Cruz Warriors, playing, and uh, the knee blew up again. So hopefully he's all right. And it basically feels like the Warriors at this point were not going to really uh, lean into playing him during the playoffs anyway. Much more sort of like just having a quick little s- squiz at what he can and can't do for them on the court for the end of the regular season, maybe, if he's impressive. Breaking case of emergency playoff sort of stuff, but yeah, it's not looking great at the moment. And finally, Al Sharpton started yelling at the NBA. So close the investigation into Robert Sava. What are you doing? Uh, or at least give us at least a clear timetable for a resolution because, I mean, he basically took this, got a beanie's bonnet about. It's like, yeah, the owner of the Suns was revealed in the ESPN story last November. How the principal owner of the Phoenix Suns made all these racist and misogynist statements and the NBA said they are going to investigate it. Well, how long does it take for an investigation when you've got videos and people that have come forward? He makes a very good point. <laughs> the NBA very clearly don't want to step on the toes of probably what? one of the more fun teams right now and like shit all over like what is a really great product at the moment. So yeah, welcome to Adam Silver's NBA. (laughs) We're going to do everything correctly as long as we don't have to do anything about it. Yeah, nice one. Right. Let's do some game reps in the weekend. Game reps, 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 game reps. That's right, the game reps. Saturday. Did you watch that Philly-Dallas game? That was pretty fun. Embiid was awesome. 32-8-4. Philly beat them by 10-111-101. Luke, just a one-man show there. New York City Knickerbockers of New York City beat the Wizards. 197. Zinger. Had a pretty, pretty good weekend. Extreme Zinger meal. Had a bit of a revenge game against the Knicks, but they lost. 18-11 he had, but uh, Knicks too good. The Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers stink. But they did beat Toronto, didn't they? 128, 123 in overtime. This was a chaos game. It was absolute chaos. In overtime, they get there because what? Avery Bradley is hitting shots at the end of the game. But uh, Rusty smashed in the game tying three after completely bricking the prior opportunity. Uh, so LeBron misses a shot. Rusty gets the ball, just jacks up. One of the worst looking shots you'll ever see. Absolute chaos. But they get it to overtime because Precious, they get the inbounds in and uh, Rusty ends up stealing the ball from Precious Achua and uh, smashes a pretty amazing game-tying three. So Rusty, looking good. And uh, yeah, they sort of just held him off in overtime. So that was a big win for the Lakers because they actually won a game without LeBron scoring 30. I mean 50. He had 36, 9 and 7. Didn't have to score 50 for them to get a win on the road. Uh, Atlanta, that's their first road win since January. Incredible. Atlanta! Beat Memphis 120-105. This was a crazy game. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 30. Ja Morant was back. He had 29. Atlanta just stomped him. Uh, Portland made uh, Brooklyn sweat it out. 128-123. KD had 38. Brooklyn never really felt comfortable in this game at all. I think they were like 13.5 point favorites. And uh, yeah, did not look like it. This is obviously in Brooklyn, so you got no Kyrie. And they just, wow, do they play down to their uh, opponents sometimes. Uh, Denver. They lost in Cleveland. Cleveland! 119-116. This is a big win for the Cavs. They eked it out in overtime. Larry, that's a girl's name, Markman, was massive. He had 31-10. and 10, And they just snuck over the line. Denver thought they had this in the bag a couple of times. They did not. And Cleveland came away with a big win. OKC pushed Miami. 120-108. Uh, Hero 
There goes my hero. He had 26 with SGA. Also with 26. Fun game, though. Uh, Indy. They beat Houston 121-118. Hilarious vibes. Massive fourth quarter from Indy. That's going to by 15. That's some good tanking from Houston. Uh, Goga at 23. Love that. New Orleans beat the pants off of San Antonio. 124-191. Junis. My name is Jonas Valentunis. 16 and 12 for him. The Clippers got smoked by Utah, 121-92. Big win for Utah this day, right? Like, because Dallas lose. Uh, they, doubled, they doubled the clips up for a half of this game without Donnie Mitchell or Bojan Bogdanovic. And no Clippers starters clicked double figures. That is absolutely amazing. Good win for the Yaz. Sacramento got pounded by Boston, 126-97 in Sacramento. Tatum at 32. A 30 and 20 game, though, for the Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis. You love that. And the 93 final rematch, the Bulls got absolutely pantsed by the Phoenix Suns, 129-109. Booker, 28-4-3, a 20-12 for 8, and they smashed him. I was watching this with a squid, and actually Old Mate was watching as well, because as I uh, allude to on the odd occasion here on this year's program, Old Mate does love basketball. I mean, she got dragged to Brooklyn Nets home games for fucking six years, so <laughs> she, it's like just the repetition, she just gets it. Uh and we're watching this. She's like, is Chicago good? I'm like, yeah. She's like, they don't look like it. I'm like, yeah, you're making a good point. Maybe you should host NBA Australia. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, Milwaukee. They got smashed by Minnesota. This is one of the weirder games of the weekend. No Giannis. He's out with knee soreness. We had the scuffle with Pat Bev and George Hill after Pat Bev uh, you know, came running in and started shoving everybody and getting into it. Tore in the Rebel Prince versus Such Ibaka initially, and then Pat Bev and George Hill really got into it. Uh, but Cat and Ant-Man, they just sort of smashed him. 25 for Cat, 25 for Ant-Man. Carl Anthony Towns is out there just looking great. Anyway, good win for uh, Minnesota, I'll tell you that much. Charlotte beat the Dawes off of Dallas, 129-108. 37 points for Luka, nothing else elsewhere. 26, six and nine, uh, 26 of 69 shooting for the rest of the Mavericks. Combined, 26 of 69. That's not very good. I'm no math scientist, but uh, that's bad. The Hornets, they got points everywhere. Like, it was awesome, like... I think PJ Hamilton Washington went 5 and 9 from 3 at 21, 23 for Bridges, 17 7 and 4 for Lamelo, 18 for Rose, 17 for Ubre. They went 20 on 42 on threes. Like it was awesome. Good win for Charlotte. They definitely needed that. Cleveland. Cleveland. Held off Detroit, a determined Detroit. Jeremy, Jeremiah, Grant had 40, 24 points, 12 assists for Darius Rock and Judy Garland though. Cleveland big win there. Good weekend for Cleveland just to get it right back on track with uh two big 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 wins. I'll tell you that much. Uh, what else? Who else was that day? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm looking at my notes. What do we have? We had Lakers. That's right. The Lakers stink. And they lost to Washington. 127-119. The Wizards were down and curb stomped them in the fourth quarter thanks to a supercharged Zingerberger. Supercharged Zingerberger. He dominated. He had 27-3-5 in the game, but he dropped 16 in the last quarter. LeBron didn't have enough. And Rusty played pretty bloody as well. Pretty bloody well as well. Like 38, 10, and 6 for LeBron, 22, 10, and 8 for Rusty, and they lose. What a waste. Oh, yeah, because you've got to play defense sometimes. Just, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, today, Portland got shit pumped by Indy, 129, 98. Josh Hatt at 26, but not much else really going on in that game. Memphis, just my brain, had 24.7 assists. Jar set out this one with knee uh, soreness as well. Just being like his hero, Giannis. Uh, they kicked the crap out of Houston, though, 122, 98. The New Orleans Pelicans outlasted Atlanta, 117-112. A uh, bit of a nervous one there for the Pelicans. 
Because they led most of the game. Atlanta came fucking hard. Orlando held off OKC 90-85 to because of Wendell Carter Jr. Love that. Good game for him. Phoenix outlast Sacramento in overtime, 127-124. Devin Booker had himself a weekend. 31-7-5 in this one. Bridges at 27. Sham Wow was massive in overtime. He hit the go-ahead three with 30 seconds left. He was massive all game, actually. Utah! Beat the Knicks, 108-93. Donnie Mitchell. What a good Donnie Walker Mitchell. There you go. Good one, Jimmy. 36-8-6. Great game. 7-12 from downtown. Boston absolutely demolished Denver, 124-104. That's right. Boston, on the road, go into Denver and kick the shit out of them. They absolutely just dismantled the Joker. It was nuts. Anyway, 30-32 and 32 for Tatum and Brown. Just an out-and-out domination. Philly. Came up short against Toronto with the Raptors coming into Philly and beating him. Despite Scotty Barnes missing a couple of free throws right at the end that could have salted it away. But uh, James Harden decided to uh, elbow Chris Bobby Boucher in the face on his uh, driving attempt right at the end. (laughs) And boom. Offensive foul, game over. Absolute chaos. And San Antonio, talk about chaos. They beat Golden State. Unbelievable. Richo drops 25 for the Spurs. They sneak by because Teenage Mutant Yaka Pirtle, I think it was, right at the end, right? Misses the go-ahead free throw. Calden Johnson gets the rebound and the putback, and they win by two with like 0.3 of a second left. It was absolutely amazing. Absolute chaos there at the end. What a fun game it was too because, uh, I don't know, this Spurs, like, I don't think anyone shot very well. <laughs> but uh, the Spurs outlasted them. Just... Unbelievable. So, yeah, Teenage Mutant Yucca Pirtle hits the uh, first free throw to tie it up. And boom. It was just a really crazy sort of finish. And Pirtle gets the f- one free throw, misses the second one. Kelton Johnson gets the rebound, puts it back up and in. Amazing way to end the uh, weekend. And uh, let's get into some weekend winners and losers then. Shall we? Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Ken, Ken Brockman. Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a me? There you go. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. The Spurs. They're weekend winners because they pulled off that crazy, crazy win. And it does almost feel like uh, they're kind of just doing it to spite the Lakers at this point. It's like, you know what? If we catch the Lakers, <laughs> that'd knock them out of the play-in tournament. And that would be funny as hell. They are still only... They're only two and a half games back. Like, the Spurs are kind of half tanking, half kind of not. They're not that great. But, man, they beat the Golden State Warriors. That was hilarious. Good on you, Pop. That man can hold a grudge. Uh, Speaking of which, the Lakers are actually weekend winners. uh, Because they actually won a game without LeBron scoring 50. As I said, on the road. With Rusty hitting the ceiling three. Amazing. Oh, no. He hit the game-tying three. Uh, Avery Bradley hit the uh, sealers. Uh, absolute win of a weekend. Of course, they then go and lose to the Zinger and the Wizards, which is classic, but here we go. I'll tell you what, who is another weekend winner? Anyone who needs to criticize LeBron for passing Carl uh, Malone. Because it just, it's it's a stat that just gives and gives and gives. Oh, he's stat padding. Oh, he's only gotten the record because he's played so long. It's like, yes. How is that a criticism? Carl <laughs> Malone only had the record because he played so long. The same thing for Kareem. What are we doing? <laughs> but anybody who just wants to shit on LeBron, like, just, they can always have at it. And LeBron just keeps on keeping on. The Wizards! After losing to the Knicks, they beat the Lakers. That's a weekend win, if anything. I mean, 
They were so close to beating the Knicks. The Zinger then comes out and beats the Lakers. I loved it. Charlotte out here doing a number on Dallas. And uh, Charlotte are back on their, uh, just I guess I'm back in my shit. Uh, Just out here, you know, smashing Dallas and then very much moving back to, if you remember the start of the season, they'd always do lose two, win two. Uh, lose three, win three, lose one, win one, lose two, win two, and on and on and on. That's what they're doing again. They've lost two. They will lose, uh, win two, lose two. Now they've won four. They're going to lose four again. (laughs) But at the same time, I mean, to win four right now, that's the right time. So good weekend for Charlotte. The Cavs, the Cavaliers, as mentioned, talk about good times to uh, actually pull off a couple of wins over the weekend. They desperately needed that, the Cavs. So they're only a half game back of the Bulls now for five. The Bulls... I've lost three on the trot. They're in a bit of a tailspin, but the Cavs had a big, 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 big weekend with those two big wins. One over Denver, and then outlasting Detroit on a in a classic trap game. So, good job, Cavs. That's a big weekend. Who else? Oh, the Timberwolves. What? What? That's right. You might remember. It was, uh, I don't know, about a week, well, two weeks ago. It's like, right. The Wolves have got the nice sort of chummy part of their... Uh, Schedule coming up right now, and they need to uh, take advantage. They beat the Thunder, they beat the Blazers twice, they beat the Thunder again. They shit the bed against the Magic, but then turn around and somehow beat the Heat. They outlasted that Spurs in that crazy game the other day with uh, Cat dropping a massive, massive, what, Siggity. Uh, you got the Lake, they beat the Lakers, and then they turn around on the weekend and beat the Bucks. Like, that is. And, like, they're really beating teams. Like, they really beat the Bucks. They look awesome. And the craziest part is, they're now. The Minnesota Timberwolves, that's right. The Minnesota Timberwolves are in the top six. Here we go. It's all happening. That's right. And they're only one and a half games behind the uh, Mavs as well. So with Denver losing today, the Wolves skip ahead of them into the top six. The Nugs can be in the play-in. That is nuts, isn't it? But anyway, the craziest part is they also control their destiny really to get the five seed because they're a game and a half behind the Mavs, but they play Dallas twice. Uh, in the last 10 games. And they also played Denver again on the 1st of April. So, absolute chaos. Minnesota, just win and you'll be all right. The Pelicans, big weekend for them. Uh, They won both games they had. uh, Puts them back into the play-in tournament pretty handily and above the Lakers now because the Lakers lost that game against the Wiz. So, they're in the nine seed. You'd love that if you're the Pelicans. Wouldn't you love it if the Pelicans ended up having to play the Lakers? And in the plane and knocked him out. This is the team that traded away Anthony Davis. Got a swag back from the Lakers. If they beat them, my God, that'd be tasty. The Sun- oh, These are the big two, the easy ones, the obvious ones. The uh, weekend winners, the Suns, because they're just a wagon at the moment. Absolutely, like, no CP3, no worries. Even it takes a little bit to get by teams like Sacramento at the moment. Look, they still get the win. They've just ripped off wins just left, right, and center. That's uh, five on the trot now, so they've beaten the Lakers, the Pals, the Rockets, the Bulls, and the Kings. Not exactly a murderer's row, but the Bulls are good. Didn't matter. Phoenix smashed them. The Pelicans, kind of sneaky, smashed them. The Suns, just out here smashing. It's what they do. You love to see it. The Jazz, they won three on the trot as well. Um, Talk about timing. I mean, we talked about this during the week. Like, Dallas were absolutely on a roll. Uh, Had basically tied up the Jazz. Now, boom. Mavs lose two. Jazz win three. Jazz are two games back up on the Mavs in the uh, loss column. So just a big weekend to, like, go to New York, beat the Knickerbockers. They've now got to play the Nets tomorrow. But the Jazz sort of taking care of a Clippers team, like, just so handily. 
Just a nice little reminder. Yeah, we're still good, man. And off they go. And then, of course, the big one, the Celtics. They're weekend winners because all they did was go out and kick some ass, take some names, and that's what they keep on doing. They are a wagon of the highest degree. And uh, I'll tell you what, they're fun. They're up into four at the moment, Boston. Out of nowhere, they're in the four seed. They're 44 and 28. They've won three on the trot, and they are smashing teams at the moment. So enjoying the Tatum and Brown show. Their point differential is the best in the East at the moment, and uh, they're incredible. (laughs) So that's a weekend win right there, I'll tell you that much. Because this is it. I mean, Boston are playing amazingly well right now and absolutely demolishing teams. They smashed the Nuggets today. They smashed the Kings the other day. All they're doing is going out there and smashing people. Jesus. It's like my mate Cass with the Sixers yesterday. Pub cricket, he fucking smashed him. He goes bang. All right, let's uh, do some weekend losers, though. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut Shut up. Loser. 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 Uh, Carl Malone. (laughs) <laughs> a isn't the second all-time leading scorer of all time and now we all get to make jokes like a kid from Akron is coming after Carl Malone and you know that that sends a fucking shiver up Carl Malone's spine going oh god I'm going to jail <laughs> oh god oh the kid from Akron's LeBron oh, wait there's probably something I could probably go to jail for even related to that so Carl Malone just copying it from all angles. You love to see it. The Bucks uh, weekend losers. It was just that sort of, you know, without Giannis, the way Minnesota are playing at the moment, they just got steamrolled. Bit of a tough one. Atlanta, big win over uh, the Grizz, but this was a tough one because then they turned around and lose to uh, the Yaz. Oh, no, it wasn't the Yaz. What am I talking about? The Pelicans today. And it's the exact sort of thing where you're like, Atlanta, Atlanta, dudes, seriously, you're in a like playoff race with Charlotte right now who have turned it on, as I mentioned, and Atlanta just can't sort of seem to string it all together properly. Like they had three wins and they lose to the Hornets uh, back before the weekend, then they turn around, beat the Grizz. It's like, aha, we're back. And they got just Dunskies by Jonas with his 26 and 12 and 25 from CJ today, and they couldn't do it. So Atlanta, just zero consistency at the moment. Killing me. Indy, uh, but Jimmy, bro, they won twice on the weekend. Yeah, that's not how you tank. Dig up, stupid. <laughs> or at least when he's tanking, dig down, stupid. Oh, God damn. Uh, Dallas. Already kind of mentioned them in the losers, but not a great time to be out here dropping back-to-back games that felt pretty winnable. Like, Luke is playing his ass off, and then you lose in Philly, and then they just got absolutely just pummeled by the Hornets, right? So... Bit of a rough one, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Bulls. We've kind of mentioned them as well. They at least are getting patched back, but they got demolished by the Suns and didn't look good. I mean, when you're getting shit on by old mate, like something's probably not great. And the Knickerbockers of New York City are sort of the other uh, standout loser from the weekend. I mean, the Nugs, look, dropping down to the seven seed, obviously, is a bit of a rough one. Losing twice, you lose to the Cavs and then just demolished by Boston. Drop down to the seven spot, but... I mean, the fact that Denver have been as good as they've been all season with Joker, with that surrounding cast of not having Jam and Jamal and Michael Porter Jr., they're still like exceeding expectations anyway. So I don't really want to ding them for just having a shit weekend. 
Whereas the Mavs looked like they had it rolling and then just shit weekend. Same with the Warriors too. Like they lose Steph, you know that they're going to struggle and here we are. But they're still pretty happily in that three seed. The Yaz can still catch them. They're only two and a half games back. But still, uh, the big one for me was the Knicks. They just did themselves dirty this weekend. They big, 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 big awesome win over Washington. Kept them in the hunt. And then they just couldn't back it up against Utah. Like to keep their faint ass playing chances alive because Atlanta also lose. They couldn't get up for the game today. They lose. They get their asses kicked. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all she wrote at this point. They're five games back now and, uh, may as well just pack her up, boys. One, two, three, Cancun. Right. How about an NBA show approved performance of the weekend? <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. That's a knife. Uh, how was Donnie Mitchell today against the Knicks? I just mentioned that. 7-12 from 3. Yeah, 36. He was awesome. Bit of uh, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson going off today as well. And there was just sort of, you know, he had 23, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. Just could not be denied. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant with his 40. Not bloody bad, bro. But come on, LeBron James. 36 against Toronto. What was that? 36 on 26 shots. 15 and 26 from the floor. Amazing. 19 points in the fourth quarter in overtime for LeBron against Toronto. Nine rebounds as well. And then against Washington, backed it up. 38, 10, and 6. 16 and 29, shooting 4 of 10 on threes. Absolutely unreal. The craziest part is, it's like, yeah, we get that he's stat padding. But this is some of the more impressive stat padding you'll ever see a 37 year old do. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that is chaos. It's like, oh, nah, man. He's just stat padding. It's like. You don't think fucking Kobe and, like, MJ were stat-padding towards the end of their careers? Of course they were. Like, they weren't doing even this, though. Holy shit. Oh, I bet Kobe had 60 in his last game, man. Yeah. And he took one million T-shots. Um, but the way that LeBron is just doing this is absolutely fucking mental, isn't it? 36-9-7, and 38-10-6, back-to-back games. For a 37-year-old, that is absolutely mental. So he's going to get the NBA Australia pre-performance of the weekend because... That is just mind-boggling. LeBron, even though watching him now, there isn't like the all-around impact on a game that you think about LeBron in his pomp from about probably 08 through to probably about 18. It's like, that's a fucking long stretch, but he was probably the most dominant player in the NBA, right? And he could get his numbers, he could do it all, but it was the way he impacted the game, made all of his teammates that much better. I feel like that's waned more than anybody's like caring to admit that he's not the tide that lifts all boats anymore. And because like LeBron of like 15, 16, it didn't matter who the fuck he was playing with. They were all playing out of their ass and being incredible. I mean, he was also helped by having King Della in his teams, but still here we are in 2022. The fact that he's still doing this is absolutely, absolutely crazy. And you expect that this is the sort of, all right, yeah, cool. He's not going to have any all-round impact. But he's still putting up these numbers that it's just fucking insane to me. So, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Who was Spud of the weekend, though? Spud, 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 Oh, bro, better dig around in the dirt, better get a couple of spuds. You don't have to dig very far or deep. Spuds as far as I can see. Dante DiVincenzo. 0 of 6 against the Boston Celtics. Uh, 0 of 6 and Nicky Alexander-Walker all from 3 as uh, Utah beat the Clippers the other day. 0 of 6. Oh, jeez. 
Aaron Wiggins, not Maple Jordan, Aaron Wiggins, 0 of 8. Yeesh! Against Orlando for the Thunders. I did enjoy Serge Ibaka getting into a punch on, uh, basically with Minnesota, staying in the game and shooting 1 of 11. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Serge. Zachy Cakes Collins. Oh, jeez. Just bought his first Subaru Forester. 1 of 10 shooting against the Pelicans. 0 of 5 from downtown. Uh, very much helped me in one of my furniture matchups. Uh, Zach Collins, thanks for coming. Gabe Vincent, 1 of 9. 0 of 6 from deep against OKC for the Miami Heater boys. Levine. Ah, that's right. Zachy Gags Adam Levine against Phoenix. If you want to know why the Bulls really struggled against Phoenix, DeMar couldn't get going. Uh, Levine could not get going. And that was them cooked. Levine went 1 of 7. He went to the line. He shot 10 of 12 with the free throw line. But 1 of 7. From the floor. 0 of 1 from downtown. 2 of 11 for Trey Burke. <clears throat> 1 of 5 on Trey's. That's right, for Trey. For the Mavericks. 3 of 13 for Jalen Green today. 5 of 18 for KPJ. Kevin Porter Jr. Unbelievable scenes for the Rocks. Uh, 2 of 12 shooting for uh, Conley against the Clippers as well. So he and Nicky Alexander-Walker did not do a great combo job. Kevin Huerta. Rough weekend for Huerta. 2 of 11 against Memphis, and then against the Pelicans today, 0 of 5. Gross. And a bit of a classic, the Davis Batans Memorial. Spud the Night Award again goes to its namesake. Davis Batans fouled out in 12 minutes, shot 1 of 4 for 2 points in 12 minutes, and fouled out. That is very Batansy. And, of course, I'll tell you what, a bloke who uh, is making his run at the Davis Batans Award, Poker! What a spud. 3 and 20, Poku. What are you doing? Who shoots 3 and 20, Poku? Alexei Pokushevsky, that is just unbelievable. To go 3 and 20 in this economy, in this environment, in 2022, 3 and 20, Poku. What are you doing, mate? But of course, I wanted to uh, throw just some prayer hands at my, my sweet baby because he delivered. One of the great stat lines of the weekend. Woo! Yeah! Thanks, Karis. He was the only one who shot. 311. Who's Old Mate No Mates? Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Who's got No Mates there? Well, Rusty got shit talked on the streets of Toronto like he's just some regular Kyle Kuzma and not Russell Westbrook, former MVP. Uh, a bit tough for Rusty. Um, also, really, what are we doing? Seriously, at this point. Uh, Luca dropped 21 in that third point, uh, third quarter against the Hornets. He had, what, 37 overall, and the Hornets still smashed him. That's an old mate note. He's like, where are the rest of my mates? What are they? Are you guys going to do anything? Fuck. Uh, but my favorite was, like, the uh, chat with uh, Malik Monk on ESPN this weekend. where talking about, like, the... Uh, Basically, what he and Austin Reeves sort of do and how they chat and the experiences they're copying in the uh, Lakers this year. So he says, shit, everything, man, we talk about it. Ups and downs, rookie wall, older guys yelling at the rookies because it's their fault. Everything they do, it's your fault out there because they know everything and you don't. When you mess up, you just got to take it. You got to deal with things like that. I talk to Austin almost every day. Yeah, old mate, no mates is definitely like the young dudes on the Lakers. It's like, I can't imagine Mallow, Rusty, and LeBron uh, owning up to any mistakes <laughs> and like putting aside their ego and like shepherding along the young dudes. That is going to be a rough one for the uh, young dudes on the Lakers. Panting of the night. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, 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 fatty
There's some good ones, but my favorite, like this, and sort of summed up the game, Grant Williams just blocking the shit out of Nikola Jokic. Like, you sort of watch it happen, and you're like, your brain just goes, nah, that's, that didn't just happen, did it? You're like, nah, fuck, it did. Nah, but Grant Williams blocking Joker. Well, Grant Williams blocked the Joker? Grant Will Williams blocked the Joker. Grant Hill drinks Sprite? Grant Hill drinks Sprite. <laughs> Grant Williams blocked Joker. That was a pantom. Poor Joker. You knew that game was over as soon as that happened. Who was better than Lonzo Ball? <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, I'll tell you what, another old mate, no mates, was almost uh, our man Scotty Barnes. Uh, missing a couple of those free throws right at the end, I mentioned that. Uh, but Stavion Mitchell, 28 points, 9 of 22 shooting against the Suns, 9 assists. And he went 4 of 7 from downtown. He looked good. I mean, not bloody bad in a really fun game against the Suns. Uh, but the two standouts this uh, weekend were Scotty Barnes against the Lakers. God, he loves playing the Lakers as Scotty Barnes. He's like, oh, LeBron? Yeah, nah, fuck that. What are you, 21-9-5 and five against him like last week, and then boom, on the weekend, 31-17-6. Scotty Barnes had against the Lakers. They lost in overtime, but goddamn, it wasn't because of Scotty Barnes. Shot 14-21. 31 points, 17 rebounds, and 6 assists. And then Wendell! Wendell Carter Jr. today, 30 points, 16 rebounds, shot 12 or 15 from the floor. Uh, he, Dwight Howard, and Shaq are the only players in Magic history with a 30-15 game on 80% shooting. So, tell you what, Wendell, Scotty B, Davion Mitchell, today, all better than Lonzo Ball. And finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the week! And uh, obviously the dickhead yelling at shit at Russell Westbrook and filming it. Like, at that point, you're clearly just doing it to get a reaction. It's like, ah, oh. it's like, fucking settle. You're not TMZ, you cockhead. What are you doing? You're just, like, fucking hassling a dude on the street. Oh, but it's Russell Westbrook. I'm going to yell some shit and film it. That'd be funny. At that point, I'm just like, Russell, just knock his fucking head off. <laughs> like... Because this dude is being a fucking dickhead on the streets of Toronto. Get your head kicked in. Try that in Ballarat. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and then, of course, the dickhead was yelling shit at Nurk in India. And Nurk threw his phone away. Uh, Nurk is a bit of a dickhead of the weekend for throwing that phone away. Like, fuck, I don't know. It could have been an iPhone 13. Shit, man. Nurk, you going to pay the 1300 bucks to get that fucking replacement? One of those new fucking Samsungs? What are you doing, Nurk? Uh, but also, the kid didn't back down from Nurk. <laughs> Like, that is, if you want to talk about white privilege, <laughs> it's like some shithead little fucking, uh, you know, what, early 20s, late teens, rich kid standing up to an NBA player going, you don't even know who my dad is, do you, motherfucker? <laughs> so dickheads all around there. Ah, oh, I loved it. Anyway, let's uh, do some yeah nahs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. 
right, let's do some year nows there. Brought to you by the NBA Strayer Shop. That's right, go to nbastrayer.com slash shop. Go get a hoodie. I mean, it's hotter in hell at the moment, so get a t-shirt maybe. But then stock up for winter. Grab the last of the few hoodies that are there. That'll make uh, old mate a little bit happy as well, because that way I'm not you know, taking up a bunch of our uh, space <laughs> with some t-shirts and hoodies. Anyway, go to it, nbastrayer.com slash shop. Uh, get right around it and, uh, yeah, get your merch, get your merch. Listen to the uh, the big fella. Get your merch, get your merch. 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 Get your merch. What are you going to do, not listen to Lonzo and Liver? Uh, right, yeah, Nas. Number one, quick one from uh, the Friday show. Uh, Jazz Oz, Big Dick Bay should now be called Ron Jeremy after dropping 50. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I love it. Big... Deke energy is how I'm feeling. Like, he was so... Look, and it was my favorite thing. Like, you could see it just coming down, like, uh, Detroit playing again on the weekend. It's like, somebody else is going to have 40 or 50 because no one else is scoring on this team at the moment. And it was uh, Jeremy Jeremiah Grant. So, loved it, though. So, yeah, Ron Jeremy should be Big Deke <laughs> Big Deke Bay's uh, nickname, but he's got such a good nickname already. Big Deke. Big Deke Bay. <clears throat> Love him. Right, other ones. Is Donnie Mitchell right? about officiating. I'm tired of it because I'm working my ass to get downhill and try to create for our offense. I'm constantly being hand-checked or stopped with two hands because I'm so strong. Yeah, nah. Yeah, like, this is like... I think there's a legit case sometimes when it comes to guards and driving that I think has been completely fucking ruined for them by James Harden and Trey Young. Like, the throwing the head back. I've been shot! I've been shot! Ah! Whereas, like, Donnie Mitchell's, like, driving into the teeth of the defense. Like, Jam and Jamal Murray, like, reminds me of this as well, right? Like, they are kind of big, uh, broad-shouldered. They'll get to the hoop, and they'll get fucking just absolutely caned. But they probably don't get as many calls as they ought to because they don't do the flailing, ah, I'm being murdered, that Harden and Trey Young and co. do. And, uh... So, yeah, Donnie probably is making a pretty good point there, and I kind of appreciate it. Like, I saw it pop up, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, when you watch the Jazz, he probably should be shooting even more free throws, which is not something I want to advocate for, but he's kind of right. Uh, another couple of other ones. Basketball blokes tweeted at us. Hey, NBA Australia, yeah, nah, is this the worst case of anti-Australian bias in history? Josh Giddey's played one fewer game than Jalen Green despite the current injury, and he won Western Conference Rookie of the Month over Green in November, December, January, and February. <laughs> uh, so the NBA released their rookie rankings. They had Mobley 1, Cade Cunningham 2, Scotty B 3, 4 was Franz Wagner, and 5 was Jalen Green. Yeah, nah, yes. As I replied, I think, uh, this is fucking outrageous. And it continues to be outrageous because it's literally like Giddy's been out for, what, under two weeks at this point? And you're like, all right, this is fucking dumb. For the NBA to be like, nah, nah, man, um, Jalen Green is in number five. It's like, motherfucker, did you see what Josh Giddy has done all year? From the very get-go, he has done everything asked of him. He's contributed across the board. Jalen Green has been good for about three weeks. It's fucked. So you can't have... I responded basically saying, it is anti-Australian bias, 100% classic anti-Australian bias, because... Even missing the last few weeks, Giddy's been a better contributor across all areas, all statistics, all season than anyone basically bar Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley. Cade has been much better basically since the start of February. 
He was wildly inefficient sort of before then. Green was even worse when it came to efficiency. And Franz Wagner, hello, plays a good game every two weeks and sort of punctuates it with like half-decent games. But uh, nothing that you'd put have me putting him over Josh Giddy. So I could I can see that like Kay Cunningham has been really, really, really fucking good. So I can easily see him going to the top four with Giddy. But yeah, for my money, it's, Mo, it's Barnes, Mobley, Gids, Cade, then Franz, then Jalen Green. Jalen Green has been fucking atrocious for most of this season. It's literally been since there was like a point in February where it sort of turned and you're like, aha, okay, he's sort of slowly figuring this out. Off he goes. And then since then he's been good. But at the same time, it's still like the efficiency is just fucking wildly variable and he's not giving you anything else. Yeah, it's literally from since the start of February. So from the 2nd of February through to now, he... It's like a completely different player. He's shooting like, I think he was shooting 38% from the floor up until then. Now he's at 48. He was at 28% from three before then. Now he's at 38. So it's like 18 points a game, but at the same time, it's only three assists, no rebounds, and he's not giving you anything else. So give me Gids in the top four easily. Are the Celtics actually fucking awesome? Yeah, nah. Yes. Yes, they are. All three wins so far on this road trip, they've won by more than 20 points. That is just, we're shit-pumping teams kind of vibes. That's how good they are at the moment. They are, as I said earlier, a wagon, and they are incredible at the moment. The defense is just so scrambly. They just make you, like, do shit you don't really want to do on offense. And they're just there. They're so quick on the perimeter. I love it. It's like a completely different team from, like, three months ago. Good stuff. Well done, Emei Udoka. And this is the thing. We talked about this maybe last week, right, when it came to Dallas and for Boston, but Boston are just going from strength to strength. It's literally you get a new coach in, it's going to take a little while to acclimatize, and boom, those teams are. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, as I said in the weekend, winners, like if you want to criticize LeBron for being the second all-time in scoring, like have at it. I have zero fucking clue what, you're on about <laughs> because oh yeah congratulations on the you've played for a long time award LeBron's like what award did you give Kareem and Karl Malone then you fucking nufties <laughs> like what the fuck they played a million years as well like that's why they're also at the top of the scoring lists that's absolutely chaos it makes like no sense <laughs> like I mean, Kareem has still played, like, both Carmelo and Kareem played more minutes than LeBron already has, and LeBron's, like, right there with the points. It makes absolutely zero sense to me. He's played less games, less minutes, and he scored more points than Carmelo. Like, the biggest thing for me is that LeBron has only played, like, 13, uh, sorry, 17 more games than Kobe. 17 total more games. But he's played an extra f- like four thousand uh three thousand odd minutes. And in terms of the actual points, like he's three thousand points ahead of him. Just think about that. Seventeen more games. Three thousand more points. It's pretty fucking good. So oh he's just played for a long time. Yeah, he's been fucking amazing the entire time. Uh uh Outback Takeouts for today. It's Monday at Outback, and you know what that means. Well, we're out there playing pub cricket out in the scrub. 
hit a six, went and got the ball, boom, dead snake. So he chucked it on a spit, and now you're getting snake strips only at Outback. That's a good Aussie tizer. Tastes like chicken. Only at Outback. As great as a flame grill take. And today's flame grill take is, if I was the Boston Celtics, I wouldn't mind just taking a week off. Because I think the Celtics are actually peaking a little bit too early. Slow it, slow your roll, boys. Chill out for a second. You're blowing your water a little bit too early already. Only at Outback. I mean, they are playing amazing, but they don't crown champions in March. <laughs> That's a great flame good thing. All right, uh, we're back with Australian Player Watch right after this one. This is Mick K, and you're listening to NBA Australia. I'm also just happy for my best mate, Nick K. Um, up there in Japan, finally got to see his missus. It's taken them fucking ages with all the travel around Olympics and um, obviously him being in Japan and everything, so good on him. I love that. Uh, right, the Australian Player Watch for this weekend. Paddy Thrills against his old team, Portland. Got out there for 17 minutes in that win. Uh, he did not score. He had zero points, all four shots he missed, uh, and they were all from three. He had two rebounds, though, as well. Aussie Matty T, I'll tell you what. He has been awesome, has uh, Matisse Tyball, because he is absolutely shredding on the offensive end. It's like one of those things where you see uh, Doc Rivers sort of light a fire under Matty's ass, and sometimes it works. So in the win over uh, Dallas, he played 21 minutes. He went 3-3 three three from the floor, 2-2 two two the, from the three-point line, 2-2 two two at the free-throw line. He had 10 points, two rebounds, a block, and two steals. And then today. Oh, today is Glorious! 34 minutes against Toronto. He had 12 points. He shot four of six from the floor, two of four on threes. Again, a perfect two of two of the stripe. He had two rebounds, but how's this? He had four blocks and three steals. Matty T, you absolute weapon. Love it. Uh, Who's Josh Green? Josh Green in the loss to Philly. uh, And Matty T, actually. 20 minutes he played. He had seven points, four rebounds, a block and a steal. Just going hammer and tongs with Matty. Uh, three or six from the floor. One or two from downtown, though. Seven, four, one and one. Not bloody bad. And then the loss to Charlotte. Uh, 21 minutes this time. Nine points, three rebounds, two assists, three turnovers. That was a bit of a rough one. Four of six from uh, the floor. One of two on threes as well. I'll tell you what. He's been hitting his threes in March, though. He's shooting 45% from uh, downtown so far this March, which is like... Josh Green playing with confidence and, like, launching it from the corners. You love to see it. And uh, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale in the Lost in New Orleans got it there for 24 minutes because they got absolutely shit-pumped. He had eight points, seven rebounds, two assists, and a steal. He shot three of seven from the floor, missed all three threes that he took. And the win over Golden State today, seven minutes, zero points. One rebound, one turnover because it's pop. It's just pop. He just keeps yanking his fucking minutes around, so it's hard for him to get into a groove. 0 of 2 shooting, 0 of 1 from 3. And uh, we did get a slight update on Josh Giddy in the fact that we won't have another update for another week. So if you ask me, he's done for the season, and they'll uh, pack him up. And I mean, it's a lost season for OKC now anyway. It's like it's just proper tankville. So, right, let's do an Andrew Gay's Grey Mum Reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Clap it up. 
Lakers. We kind of hit on this. LeBron Jones. He's second all-time in points. Second! He has scored 36,947 points in his career in the regular season. Good for second all-time. He is seventh in assists all-time, which is, again, absolutely crazy. The other crazy part is, I mean, he's like 39th all-time in rebounds. Like, (laughs) it's LeBron. He's not exactly, like, known for, like, the giant, giant, giant uh, rebounding numbers, but that's exactly 39. And so if you add up all those ranks, so 2739, he's at 48, which is the lowest combined rank across points, rebounds, assists in NBA history. Kareem uh, was... Uh, just behind that, 49. Because he's obviously first in points. He was third in rebounds and 45th in assists and also played a million years. So just think about that. LeBron James, second in points, seventh in assists, 39 in rebounds. And I kind of hit on that. Like the Kobe, what, 17 more games than Kobe. And he scored three point, uh, 3,300 more points than he did in his career. Where it's like Kobe was just like obviously came in real young, didn't have an impact those first like little bit of his career, and then got going. Whereas LeBron LeBron came in straight away and was like, this is his team, off he goes. And just the sheer staggering number of 36,947 points. Like you just think about it, it's like LeBron, you never really thought of him as a score first kind of dude ever. And yet he's gonna end his career. As the highest scoring player of all time. He's got more points than MJ. He's got more assists than Magic. Like, just... That blows my mind to think about that we've witnessed that guy play his entire career and he's been that fucking good for that long. Like, that's where he's going to end up because Magic's got, what, 1,141 assists. LeBron's like one... Uh, ten, sorry, 10,141 and LeBron's at 10,024. So he'll catch him pretty soon and uh, probably end up catching everybody but probably Chris Paul. So that's absolutely chaos. LeBron, pretty bloody good. Right, what about the Petty Mills Game Day? We'll get Twitter check-in. This one's jingling Joe Ingles, which is just a heartwarming moment. The Sixers tweeted out, Hey, Matisse, are you forgetting something? And it's a picture of Matisse not wearing socks and his shoes. Pretty good. Joe Ingles retweeted that saying, Laughing emoji, laugh, cry laughing emoji, cry laughing emoji. This guy is one of a kind. But I love him for it, Matisse Tybal. Prayer hands emoji, prayer hands emoji. Classic bloody jingles. But I also enjoyed uh, someone named Kelly at Board Sum uh, tweeting out, During his bedtime routine, my four-year-old says, Out of the blue, I'm a Joe Ingalls 7 fan. And he rolled over and went to sleep. No matter where Joe is, we will be cheering. And Jingles reached with that saying, Thank you! Appreciate it. Blue love art emoji. Absolutely bloody love it. What a legend. All right. Let's do some game previews and picks. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How was the weekend? Oh, as I mentioned, absolutely rooted for Bub Cricket yesterday. And then having a sick squid. So uh, the squid, like we've... I tell you who fucking does not like having a rat test. Well, a rat. Rapid antigen test. Rapid antigen test. Uh, that would be a three-year-old. <laughs> And I'm on my nose tickled. He went absolutely spare on old mate yesterday. Uh, I was off, you know, playing pub cricket, drinking beers with my mates. 
Uh, missed a couple of calls from her, and yeah, not ideal because the squid was like a bit coffee. It didn't seem to uh, perturb by it though, and it's like it felt like his asthma sort of cough. The rats all came out negative. Tried a couple again today, but I'll tell you what, fucking hell, he can uh, swing as hard as his old man already. <laughs> Got one in the face. Anyway, but he's all right. It's just the as- the asthma sort of coffee thing, so I've just kept it with me all day. And Yeah, so this is why this one's a little bit late today, and that's why we're just going to uh, do these previews and picks and then bounce because uh, i got to uh, sub out my uh, lovely mother-in-law who's been looking after him for the last year and a half while I've been yelling at you. Right, uh, on the weekend, we went 14 of 25 on the picks. Pretty bloody good. Uh, had a horrible, I think it was uh, Sunday, Went one of four on those games, but otherwise, 14 and 25. That leaves us at 607 of 1,060 for the season. That's bloody good. I also feel like I nailed, uh, of today's games, I picked the last four all correctly. Toronto plus six and a half, San Antonio plus six and a half, Boston smashing Denver, and I think the other one was Utah over New York. So, yeah, happy days for me. Jimmy's going to buy some new shoes. Right, tomorrow's games. We've got nine. We have New Orleans in Charlotte. This is a really tough game because I talked about Charlotte at length, like uh, how they stack up against teams that don't really play that much defense. New Orleans, similar vibes. It's like, who do you trust? Do you trust New Orleans D or Charlotte's D? Do you trust Charlotte's offense, New Orleans offense? I kind of lean on Charlotte here. Their defense is kind of sucky, but... I just don't know if New Orleans are going to make him pay that much. I'm going to go Charlotte minus five and a half and not feel good about it because I tend to think New Orleans are a better team, but just a couple of holes in their roster without spindles at the moment. While Charlotte, I mean, you saw it on display against Dallas the other day. Just kicked the shit out of them. So give me the Hornets minus five and a half. The Lakers are going to Cleveland. Uh, Believe land. That's right. Just a kid from Akron. Watch out, Carmelo. LeBron going back. That's where it all began. I think Cleveland shit-pumped the Lakers, though. I'm going the Cavs minus five and a half. It's going to be fascinating to see what they do with Okoro. Do they throw him on LeBron? Is Kevin Love going to play against his old mucker? Who knows, but it's going to be fun. Lakers at Cleveland. Give me the Cavs minus five and a half. Cannot wait. Detroit Basketball Pistons host the Portland Trailblazers Timbers, uh, the G League squad. Here we go. The Detroit Basketball Pistons are seven and a half point favorites, which is crazy. Uh, But I'm going to take Detroit because they play fucking hard. Portland have been all right, but it's just... Too much to ask for them to uh, actually get wins. So I'm going to take Detroit minus seven and a half. Miami, they go to Philly. This is a great matchup too. I'm going to go to the Heat. Uh, Philly on a back-to-back. Uh, they lose today against Toronto. They stay home. They're Miami come in. If Jimmy Butler plays, this will be over in a second. I'm going to go Miami minus a half point. Utah, they go to Brooklyn. Utah on a back-to-back. Brooklyn without obviously Kyrie because they're playing in Brooklyn. I'm going to go to the Yaz plus one and a half. I don't know why they're <laughs> underdogs, but, you know, here we are. Oh, but then the other guys have got KD. It's like KD could drop 50 and they could still lose in this one. So give me Utah plus one and a half. Uh, Chicago host Toronto. This is a fun game too. Uh, Raptors also on a back-to-back. I'll take the Bulls at home, minus four and a half, just because I think with Vooch, Levine, even if he's ailing, uh, DeMar DeRozan against his old team, just book it. Like he's going to go ham. I'm going to go Chicago minus four and a half. Washington, they go to Houston. This is a weird one. Like, <laughs> if you bet on Washington or Houston, you're a sicko. <laughs> like, Houston at home being given five and a half points. I just have to lean with that because Washington are good. 
This like screams like they somehow eke out a horrible win against a weirdly rubbish Houston team, but Houston stick with them. So I'll take Houston plus five and a half. OKC host Boston. Boston, as we've just talked about, are just absolutely steamrolling teams at the moment. Uh, OKC are 14 and a half point underdogs versus the Celtics at home. The Thunder are getting 14 and a half points. All OKC do is cover. I'm taking OKC plus 14 and a half, even though Boston are smashing teams. And the last one is Minnesota at Dallas. This is great. How does Carl Anthony Towns go against the undersized centers of Dallas? We're going to find out. I'm going Minnesota plus three and a half. Dallas, look, it's just a bit tough at the moment for them. And obviously, if the offense isn't clicking, but they will be home. I reckon this will be close, but I think Minnesota plus three and a half. Either they lose by a couple of points or they win outright. So give me Minnesota plus three and a half. And there you go. That's all the games for tomorrow. Nine games tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. As long as the squids are daycare. <laughs> right. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow to wrap all that up for you. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IGs, we're all over the socials, you know that. Check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Big off-season episode from last week. That was great. Uh, Adam with World Wrestling Australia. Just go search that on YouTube. Or check out FWCIE on Twitter for all the links to all these other stuff. Get around on NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. Chuck us a rating and review on your podcast app. Go on. Doesn't take much. Please help. Help! Help! Uh, Manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYA. Get 20% off and free shipping from Manscaped.com. And Knowable. Bang in the code STRAYA when you download Knowable from your app store. Get 20% off. And it's awesome because you'll get smart. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. And also big thanks to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green Green Green, and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple Day on Earth, Facey, Apple Music, However you listen to your tunes, follow your bands, do it. NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. Uh, and that's it for today's show. Uh, I think we'll do a daily review tomorrow, so just a heads up. All right, I'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, got to go look after the squid. And later, Hosen. Say I don't agree with the part about me being horny all hours of the day. It's a few hours in the day, yes, but not all hours of the day. I digress. <laughs>